What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong, history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, and we are here after another Chicago Bulls loss, second straight in a row this time, again, to the Orlando Magic, because it's second in a row. Second loss in a row, second loss in a row. It's a tongue twister. Orlando, we lost again. They made it interesting. That's what everybody's talking about. And I just I can't wait to get into this and go on, on our epic rants that we do on this show, because I think it's going to be really fucking fun, because I have a new take that you're going to be surprised at. But before I get to that, we have to go to these commercials that I say. They're not real commercials. It's just these ad read things that I do. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all Chicago sports literature and podcasting. I can't even fucking do it. Let's get into this. I can't wait. I'm too excited. All right. I swore. We have to be careful. (laughs) FCC. Bro. Because the FCC won't let me be. Let me be. Me, me, me. (laughs) We can't do that either. We'll really get canceled. We start rapping Eminem on here. All right. Bulls come back. After scoring 33 points in the first. And the reason I'm just getting into this game is this is an in-season tournament game. I'll save you guys a spiel. All I'll say is this. Go to YouTube so we can see your comments. Please, on tap Sports on YouTube. Goose, they scored 33 points in the first half. For Walk second, through your second, for, That's a second consecutive game against the Magic that they've put up 33 points in the first half, which is the lowest scoring, scoring total in a half for any team throughout the league. And they did it back-to-back nights following the trade rumors. And, you know, I, I guess it, it all comes down to that team meeting we had after the first game. We, we still can't get this together. Um, Caruso comes out, hits the first three three-pointers of the game, starts the game with nine points, has 13 points in the first half in his first game as a starter this year, um, and then did not score again until that later in the fourth quarter. But – this I, I don't really know what to say anymore. Like, how do you put up 33 points in a half? Zach well, and DeMar combined for 30 points in the third quarter. Especially when you're when your shtick is offense, right? That's what these guys are known for. There's their mm-hmm. scoring prowess, what they do on the offensive end of the floor. And 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 they're all healthy, and you're just not getting it. Um I'll tell you this much. Uninspired basketball in the first half. They didn't no one looked like they wanted to be there. United Center, the fans in the stands didn't look like they wanted to be there. I'm watching the freaking introduction with the kids because they were still up, right? And Rena, I swear, my kid looked at me and goes, Why is it so quiet? Because like, you know, usually you can hear the you know, and you didn't get that, man. Wild shit. You know, but the way they started to me was again, you know me, I'm talking my shit immediately. And just because I'm letting everybody know, I'm not trying to be negative. I will give flowers that second half from Zach Levine. 
fucking unreal. Absolutely amazing. They can bleep me out when they edit this. I didn't mean to swear it's going to happen. I can't. I'm trying. But I'm telling you now. I'm telling you right fuck now. Did it again. I cannot handle the fact that he doesn't start games doing that or at least trying to do that. It, now you, that is not a Billy Donovan problem, though my surprising take of the episode should be fired tonight. And you know that I like no, Billy. I mean, I mean, Billy can't chew enough gum. His face is on the bench. He, he looks like he's the president of the United States. He yeah. has aged so much in this no. term Back of bullshit. How old he looks. No, I don't. But he just got an extension. Can you really pay a coach to go away when... When you're a billionaire, I mean, yeah, you can. So Yes, when you're a billionaire, yes. But my fear is that would be another excuse to ride out this continuity. No way. No way. But, look, wait, they fire the coach. Billy's the problem. He can't get these guys to play no, right. I didn't say that. I didn't I'm say Billy. I'm saying that would be their spin. You can't oh. trade the whole team and fire the coach. Well, it's one or the other. I it's always it on one 2K. or the other. The front just, office, you can do it in 2K all you want. It ain't going to make it a reality. <laughs> if this team gets blown up, we're stuck with Billy through at least a year of the rebuild um, because they're going to eat into that contract. Well, if they pick uh, a lane, or, then I'm fine. Or if they trade off the whole entire team and they fire Billy, we're going to get a Jim Boylan-esque coach again because we're not going to have more than $1.5 million to offer a coach to coach this team. So... It's yeah. You have to be a leader of men, okay, in, in this business, and and to come out the second straight game, score thirty three points, come out and in, dude, these guys win five hundred thousand dollars like of money, more than I will. I don't even know if I've made that ever. I don't, like no, in my Zach, whole life, probably not. Zach makes probably like an extra twenty million dollars if he gets traded though. Yeah, so fuck that 500k. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to get moved, coach. That's what I'm trying to do. Like it just, but as, as a, he's not a leader of men right now. Whatever has happened has has completely so fucked Billy down. Of, I, I think a lot of what has happened is out of Billy's control, though. Patrick Williams contract extension, um, Demar Derozan contract extension. Vooch is the only one that did get paid. And he uh, got I mean, benched for Drummond. And he got benched for Drummond tonight, which was actually the right move by Billy in the moment because it worked. Um, the Bulls did take the lead. They did come back. Um, Zach led that unit to a lead. Um, you bring the starters back in, and despite uh, what Caruso did to finish that game, um, I don't know. We got more of what we usually get. Like, I've. Damar dribbles, oh, wait, I can't do anything. I almost threw the ball away. Vooch saved it. Kobe swings it. Caruso hits a three. Oh, my God, we're up by a point. Um, like, and this is the third game in a row that the Magic have done something similar to us. We had Suggs game us. We had Banchero game us. And then we had Franz Wagner not technically game us because it wasn't at the Wagner. Wagner. The Wagner. The Wagner. Wagner, dude. Um, okay. So three games in a row to the Orlando Magic, the team that you traded a bunch of assets to to acquire their star player from has beat you three times in a row. Well, right. I mean, I, I want to clarify something, too, because Yump wrote in here about Billy. I On the show, I have always been a Billy supporter. I think you'll agree with that. I like Billy Donovan. It's just at this point, like, holy shit. Like, you got, you got to try to even motivate the young guys. 
You got to do something. No one looked like they yes. wanted to be there. You played Julian Phillips on Wednesday. What are you talking about? Uh, it, it was just some wild shit. You just got to shake it all up. Get rid of everybody. Be done with it. Fire the coach. F- fire the players. Everybody. Or fuck it. Fuck it all. I just I can't handle it. But I do want to say that I, Billy and the play. It just it was bad. Billy got screwed by the roster construction. The roster was probably failed by the construction of our by our Taurus as well. Um, I'm going to blame him because I don't know if Mark Eversley is real. I only see him sometimes. I, I don't know if he's a figment of my imagination. I've seen him talk, but I'm not sure. It happens every, you know, like very so often. So I'm blaming AK. That's who I'm blaming. All right, but I, I cannot keep going, dude. You know, 500 grand. I mean, three points in today's Mark, NBA. Neither AK or Mark seem to do too much uh, public appearance wise. Uh, but I will say it's better than having Gar Foreman just sent out to the podium to look at. Like, <laughs> at least AK throws back some drinks and goes out there a little drunk and tries to bullshit through it. Like, oh my god, dude! I, I'm just like, and I and I feel bad too because like I've been dogging Zach pretty hard, and but it's not because of like his lack of talent; it's because of trying, and it's just like. You should be thankful. Like, this whole thing going on between him and the Bulls, I wrote that article today because I thought it was childish, like the whole I'm removing the hashtag Bulls Nation for my uh, thing. And, yeah, it's very small. What? But before, what? You, yeah, from his Twitter bio and his Instagram bio, the hashtag Bulls Nation is gone. Okay, so – and I wrote an article about it over at on tap. And I, I put my personal spin. It's not one of these little beat pieces you see on some of the other local Chicago sports sites where it's just like, Zach Levine did this. He's averaging this on the year, and the Bulls play the Magic tonight at 7 p.m. There's actually some fucking substance to it. And what I wrote was is I thought it was a childish maneuver by him. And why I say that is because, listen, the Bulls failed him too. This is not just a, a one per, it takes two to tango to break a relationship. It takes two to tango, and this is going to be the only opportunity that Zach Levine ever had at having his own team, and he too failed. And and getting the max contract and all the amenities. That's why he won't say a bad thing about the front office. That's why he won't say he wants to be traded. That's why he's been getting the most professional answers in the world. We all know the truth. We all know he wants out bad because he's not, number one, he might not know he's not the guy, but he knows this isn't the team. That's what he knows. And he'd be more comfortable on a team where he goes, like Philly, where he knows he's not the guy. He knows Joel is the guy. That guy won an MVP. So, I mean, I think a situation for Zach where the hierarchy is clear-cut is a lot better situation for him. Obviously, whether LeBron's 41-72, he's still playing basketball, you're going to be below him in the hierarchy. You know when you walk in that locker room. The Bulls' biggest issue might actually be that hierarchy that is here because you've got three B-list stars, DeMar, who has shined enough to, you know, sneak around that A-list a little bit uh, in his stay here in Chicago. But you've got three B-list guys, and we never, in year three of continuity, we have not established who that dude is. Whose team is this? It's a shared team. Well, I, I Goose, I honestly think it's nobody's team. No, again, it's nobody's team. DeMar again, doesn't have a contract. On. Zach's on the trade block. And Vucevic is not a star player at this point of his career. Have you watched any other in-season tournament games? Like it, like dove in yet? Because I know you hop around a lot. Not not, not entirely, just because the whole format has still kind of thrown right. me off. Like, I get this is pool play, but the fact it's not consecutive is just a little bit too much. It drives you nuts. I, I get that. The competitiveness is mirrored image of first, second round playoffs. We're going hard in the paint. You know, we're getting it. We're, we're going where this playoff because we're going to win something. There's some, there is something here that is driving me to play hard for this in season tourney. Right. 
this is this is my whole point where I say they don't have a leader, they don't have an identity, and no matter what happened in the second half of this game, that does not change well, the fact that they played a team without Wendell, Fultz, Suggs. Okay, they came out flat as shit again. No, at least I, on at least on Wednesday without tomorrow, you had a valid excuse. The guy who generally operates your offense and handles the ball for your team more times than not uh, was not present um, tonight. There's simply no excuse. Um, and, and Billy inserted the only thing that you can consider an identity on this team in Caruso into the starting lineup to try to fix that problem. And you've got the exact same result that you got on Wednesday without DeMar, which was 33 points in the first half of an NBA basketball game in 2023. That doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. So let's run through some box score stuff because we went on a long rant. We're going to probably go on another one to talk a little shit here. But uh, 23 points for DeRozan on 10 of 20 shooting. He added four boards and three assists. Vooch, bad, 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 bad. Four for 16. He misses that game, uh, potential game winning three at the end of the game there. Why a play, and I'll tell you this, why a play was not drawn up for Levine there after what he did to offensively to bring this team back and defensively. He did some shit this game. But for not him not being called on, that's insane. I know we know his track record of being called on and what happens, but what do you have to lose? That is my whole point. What well, do I mean, you have to lose? We got a little bit of that track record down four when he went up for the three and he uh, just kind of lost the ball. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's very true. I, I get it. But you still, he, you're not there without him. Um, but Levine in the game, 12 of 20, 4 for 11 from downtown for 34 points, six boards, three assists, two steals. He also added three turnovers. Alex Caruso, like you said in the beginning of the episode, was absolutely unbelievable to start this game. The team's first nine points, causing havoc and turnovers left and right. Um, Caruso played a good game. He had 18 points aboard, no assists, but he had two steals, two blocks, only turned the ball over once. Um, the bench total tonight, even though I think you'd say Andre. I think they had one point in uh, they the did. three quarters. They did. Uh, they finished with eight, and that's because you got a three from Torrey Craig, and you ended up with five from a very, very good showing from Andre Drummond off the bench in his season-high 18 minutes. Um, so, you know, Kobe White and Pat- Patrick Williams only played 13 minutes tonight, and this is what I want to point out to everybody. You have to give me one because I'm fucking saying it now, and I'm saying it now. All these people that go at you about a skill set, yeah, we said it's there. We get it. This kid does not have it. He's bad. You got to get rid of him. He's done. He's done. Whatever you get from him is a luxury. It, it, it is something that you're gaining. 13 minutes in an important game. That is what this is considered. That is what every other team, If I, I don't well, know. This, what, this might else be the only competitive style basketball that this team plays this year is these in-tournament games. 100%. Because the you. way things are going, they are not making even. And he play. just pulled 13 minutes, bud. He pulled 13 He pulled. Julian 13 Phillips minutes. probably played that much on Wednesday. Uh, he played four minutes, but. Julian Phillips like is a second-round pick of this year. Get minutes in a game. You know, I mean, it, well, that's probably a lot because of the Bulls. That, that was roster. a lot because of DeMar being out. But right. Well, yeah, that too. But, I mean, uh, Patrick Williams played 32 minutes the other night, had nine point. People were, were touting his two for seven, nine point, nine rebound extravaganza. Hey, he had nine rebounds. He almost yeah. cracked double digits. That's impressive. Right. Very, ter- very terrible performance from him and Vooch tonight. Uh, very, like, I, I don't know, man. Four for 16 for Vooch, 10 points, 10 boards. He had six assists, though. Yeah, um, your center cannot shoot 25% from the floor. No, cannot happen. Cannot fucking happen. Um, like I said, dude, you know, we know what this team is. We know where we're at now. Let's talk about something fun surrounding the team. And what's fun, though it is sadness, it's called the silver lining. 
and that is potential trade ideas. Fred put something out, um, and we had talked about this the other night. Didn't we talk about Jaden Ivey yeah. a little bit with about Detroit? Okay, so young talent-wise and where you're looking, th- think about these couple teams here. You have a team in San Antonio that emerged today as a potential uh, suitor for Zach Levine. Um, Zach played for Pop with Team USA, so Pop obviously knows Zach well, probably confident that he can get the best out of him there. Uh, hilarious. My uh, 2K trade was with San Antonio for uh, DV and Chris Bass and a couple picks. So uh, very, very good shit there. But Devin they – they, what was that? Devin Vassell? Yeah. Okay. Yep. No, I mean, seeing as we haven't had a actual – Small forward, power forward for a while. That, that wouldn't be a bad move. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was just in the video game, but it's bullshit. I just thought it was funny that I saw a real report around it. Um, but then the Magic also, who we just played, we see a lot of young talents over there. You At the end of the game, they were pointing out about, you know, when all these guys come back, uh, like Suggs and, 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 and Wendell Carter Jr. and Fultz, like, you know, they got to be able to get they, minutes to everybody. They're going to trade us Wendell back, and they're going to take Zach and Vooch. We're just going to do a swap of Ruski. What's going to happen? I don't know, man. I I like uh I like Jonathan Isaac, but that won't happen. And and he's I, he's damaged, I think, a little bit. Um, but so I'm not really uh, very high on that one, um, with the Magic. But I'm very high on the one with Detroit. I'm very high on what San Antonio's offer could become. But Toronto also emerged today as somebody who's also interested. You know, this is going to continue happening. These it, this is the this is what makes it fun. We don't know what's going to happen. And we need the interest from other teams because with the current situation that the Bulls have put themselves in, um, they don't have the luxury of just having established value. Teams are going to be lowballing them, and you're going to have to take the interest that these teams are sending you and the offers that they're sending you and leveraging them. So um, you you have to hope that this spread interest uh, that does seem to get wider by the day uh, means that the Bulls will be able to salvage some of the value that they've lost being stuck in denial riding out this roster too long. So I love the get Grady Dick from Toronto here. What do you? What would you? What would you be very? Would you be interested in that at all? Um, I mean, I can't say that I would be like, oh my god, we just traded Zach Levine. I'm so thrilled that we got Grady Dick. Um, I, I, I think, I I think he's it. got a, a better <laughs> name than he has potential in terms of like all star potential. Um, and similar to the Jimmy Butler trade, I would like to at least feel like I might be getting an all-star uh, down the road out of the trade. And uh, Grady Dick just doesn't do that. You know what his name is? You know what the announcer said at the game when they called him out? Did you see that? I did not. Okay, so the Toronto Raptors announcer introduces Grady Dick as Mr. Big – I heard it was Big Dick en- Energy, but this headline says Big Big Energy. So I got to see here. Does it say, does it say Mr. Dick energy? Oh my God. Mr. Big Dick energy is what it said. They, they really said that at Toronto that. Hey, hey wild place. there's, there's always some laughing. Okay. There's always some humor in what we're doing here. Cause I, I would, I would like that a lot more than what I'm watching. I maybe at least it make me happy. Give me a couple minutes to laugh. No, no. All right. No. I, no. I mean, obviously his salary isn't anywhere close. They've got, no, they don't. That's the heat. No, you'd have to attach something to it, obviously. So, I'm sure I mean, if you're talking like, but we talked about this a little bit on the last show. Like, OG is somebody that Masai just is not letting go of. So you can't imagine that he's going to be involved in a Levine trade. Scotty Barnes, for sure not. I mean, he's on a rookie. So if you're still. not getting Siakam, Barnes, or OG, 
what are they sending that's going to make you pull the trigger or match salary? Like, I don't see how that works out. I would have to fuck mess around on the trade machine, but I'm not 100% sure. Also, a report that comes out today that Zach Levine does not want to play for the Knicks. Uh, that was a report that came out today. Um, I will tell you, no one gives a fuck who you want to play for. No, no, no nobody gives a shit. You've yeah, you're a, under contract, and you're you get a kicker. contract, and you've, you've got that lovely kicker. So wherever you go, that's your compensation for going to somewhere that you don't want to go. Right. Uh, unfortunately for the Bulls, we've seen how the way that that does play out when a player and their agency are putting it out there that they're not interested in going somewhere that team's offer falls off substantially, and so does their interest. Uh, but seeing that Zach Levine doesn't want to go play for the guy that he uh, played for when he tore his ACL and stayed in the game for about 10 minutes, I could understand that. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. I, I, I could see I why it. not wanting to play Ribs would be a little – it might might not be on the top of his list. Yeah, yeah, it's some it's some wild stuff. I, I just – I just think it's funny. So no, I mean this this whole Knicks trilogy with Zach Levine has been great though. Yeah. Like the Knicks are the only team interested. The Knicks have offered a legitimate offer. Uh Zach Levine says fuck the Knicks. Yeah, fuck the Um and then I saw his preferred list of Philly, LA, and Miami. Well, of course, all the big time places, you know, all the big time places for what you pointed out before, where he knows it's not his team. Yeah. No, I mean, where the hierarchy will be established when he gets there and he's not at the top. Right. You're going to bring me Tyler Hero, right? Is that where we're going? Is that what we're doing? Who knows? I mean, honestly, we know we ain't getting We know we ain't getting Bam out of bio. I know that ain't happening. No, they wouldn't even trade him for uh, Dame. Right. Um, which sure is only doing for Zach. The main reason that Dame wanted to go to Miami was for Bam, not even Jimmy. So, um, no, I, this is uh, interesting. I'm glad that there's smoke. Uh, and more of it than there was even on Wednesday. Uh, that's exciting for us, especially because talking about these games at this point when you're uh, putting up 33 points a half against the Magic is just not really enjoyable. Um, so the the potential things that could happen and and the, the smoke is a little more interesting to talk about, but I'm not saying that Grady Dick's getting it done for me. Um <laughs> You know, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, those are names that I like to hear just because they are kind of two-way wing players uh, from the Spurs there. Um, I, I don't know what will happen. I, I know that I'm not interested in any potential Lakers move. Um, I, there's just nothing. No, what are you going to get? Right, that's what I mean. There's no D'Angelo Russell. Like, I don't – I mean, he had that really great year in Brooklyn – you know, but there's a reason a guy like that hops around. You know, like you know, there's the reason the Lakers got him for pennies on the dime, and we watched it in the postseason. Right. I mean, it's just you know these guys put up nice stats, and that's what I mean. All these people look at these stats, and they're just like, oh my god, what he's doing is like, no, you need to watch the substance of the game. You know, like that. This is it's easy to do this in the NBA. Just put up these fucking flat, empty numbers, and and make you think that oh wow, your box score watching, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's really good. It's like no, no, he bad. He ain't very good. He bad. So do you think that's how people feel about Zach Levine? That's how I feel about Zach Levine. I mean, I don't think he's bad. I think he's very good. I just think that he's not, like, max player good. I understand why it had to happen. I get it. That's what I said on this show the whole time last year. And people get so mad at me that I said, like, I didn't believe he was a max player. So but not, everybody's going to forget about the first half and go to this second not, half, and they're going to say almost. You know, not, not believing that somebody deserves the contract that they got and not 
understanding why why they got it is a very different thing. Like right. you, you think that he's a B list star that right. you probably should have taken a team discount to get an A list star in here, and because he didn't do that. Uh, now we just have three B-list stars. One of them doesn't have a contract going forward. One has a contract that they shouldn't have. And the other one has one that's way overvalued that just really makes it hard to maneuver around. So um, they just they messed it up, man. They like this DeMar thing. This guy was on the All-NBA team. You're sliding last season. You're on, a, you're on a free fall. He's the only thing. He's the only thing that you're like, wow, the Bulls got something. They got DeMar DeRozan. And, and now you look and at our roster and you, and you go, the only thing I want is Alex Cruzan, who in reports, uh, they're apparently putting him as untouchable. That yeah, they're well, more willing to move Pat than they are Caruso. And, and that makes sense in a way. No, it doesn't. It, it makes sense. They know what Pat's asking for in terms of numbers. He's asking for you five plus million dollars more a year than Caruso makes. Yeah, but you, like, match. you don't need to go. You don't need to go crazy with him right now. With with Pat, you don't need to extend him. You can make him prove it. True. I mean, you can see. You know, like th this is no is rush. This is a rush because Pat wants it to be a rush, not because the Bulls want to rush it. So no, but but with the current state that they're at, the fact that they're apparently more willing to move Pat than they are Caruso is just asinine. And doesn't that upset you though? And I want to ask you, and I, because like they put like this is gonna be like four years of trying to get this kid to be good, and now you're just like, yeah, we got Caruso. I, I understand what you're saying. Like he is the better value on the deal. He will hold more value because if it doesn't work with with Caruso, and you still slide. You still have that value in your back pocket. You keep it with Pat. It's just not plummeting. You know what Caruso is gonna give you. You know what kind of player he is. I so understand. No, I agree. Just fundamental value evaluation is. You sell something when it's at its highest value, and you you try to figure out an alternative when it's at its lowest value. Right. And Pat's at his lowest value, uh, about to be a restricted free agent, playing the worst basketball of his career in his contract year, which maybe bodes well for you when it comes to negotiations. Um, and then like you got the dude that's worth the most value on your team on a great contract, and obviously I know why you want to keep him, because anybody who watches the team knows that he is the most consistent. I can't say the word reliable just because he doesn't he, play. He just plays too hard. And, and, and you're not saying that in a bad way. I mean, he literally throws himself in the front. He had two fingers in a splint tonight, and he was wearing a body cast on the bench anytime he went to <laughs> He was all wrapped up. He, he was in a body cast of ice and heat with broken splint casts on his hand. Like, yeah, no. The dude is a, he's a freak. He's an animal. He's different, um, and I hate that he has to leave because he deserves to be somewhere better, and he's the only thing that the Bulls are going to get fair value for uh, simply because with his contract and his play, that value is undeniable. Like a net return like per deal, what looks better, Caruso's or Levine's? I don't know. I think it kind of depends what the Bulls end up. And what I mean by obviously you're getting the better player from Levine, I know that is. I'm saying so, like return per talent. Maybe even not because, no. I mean, in the Zach deal, you have to have those salaries to match. So you're going to have to decide if you value the cap freedom that an expiring contract would give you, right? Um, or are you going to take a player that also has a questionable contract back? Um, to make the money work and take more assets and more young talent. So 
with Caruso, you can find, uh, you know, a recent top five pick that makes seven, eight, nine million dollars a year already. And that's a one for one swap. So the, the value at that price point is just a little bit easier to match. Where with Zach, you're going to have to decide between taking an expiring that opens up your cap um, going forward to accelerate your rebuild. If you decide to just try to rethrow something back together instead of going through the full proper process, um, or you're going to have to take a contract of a player that's worse than Zach, um, at least at half the money with additional salaries thrown on top of it um, to make it work just to get that equal value uh, without his contract factoring in and taking away from the value. So it's, it's going to be a bit of a conundrum for the Bulls, but I think Caruso might be the most clear cut. You get a really good unprotected first um, and some matching salary that's also expiring. Um the, the Zach combination is just a lot harder to really work out. I love this comment from our guy, our guy Scox here. Uh, I, yeah, I know. Wait, I know. Wait, you mean Jeremy Grant might've been worth like 15 to $20 million a year on an extension, but Patrick Williams. No, no, he wouldn't have helped at all. Jeremy Grant would have helped at all. Remember, remember No, he wouldn't help. Your boy said it. I wanted it. It didn't happen. God, I feel like Fred, but I'm prophesizing shit that would have helped. You know, like, <laughs> damn, I don't care. I'm frustrated. All right. That's enough. We're, we're, we're doing what we did the other night. Miami, winners of their last five in a row. I think it's actually more. Their last five, they've just won. So let me see, actually, before I just say five in a row. Oh, my goodness. One, two, three, four, five. I hate when the screen does that, dude. It's a lot, though. So, so for for the sake of us, we we kind of have to hope that like Zach shows out and doesn't let Tyler Hero like show him out, right? All right. Oh yeah, I, I'm very interested to see what happens. Even though I don't think the Bulls play hard tomorrow, not after this loss, not after what they just gave out for five hundred thousand dollars potentially if they win that tourney. What they get? This is getting nuts from Roger Nagai. Is that a bad name? I don't know what's going on here. I'm trying to read it. This is just crazy. Enough is enough. There's no passion. There's no aggression. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I want people to do this. So I asked you to get on YouTube because I want to read your comments. This guy's put this comment in here about this. It's still happening. (laughs) There's just a lot of it. It just, it's getting spammed in here. He's mad. Join Roger. Join Roger being mad. I'll put you on the screen. We're mad with you, Roger. Yeah, we're mad with you, Roger. You know? At the end, it says person turquoise writing headphones. I don't know what that means. All right. Anyway, Kobe caught about Yeah. Kobe White. Kobe White's dunk. Highlighted, highlighted the game for you? Yeah. Right, yeah. He flew in the air. Uh, see, see, but I wish he would have hit that three because that would have been a great highlight too. Do you wish he would have hit the three? No, I don't. Okay. Right. I just wanted right. to make sure. It, as know? much as losing to the Magic hurts it. It, it kind of feels good because it's it's just pushing that needle a little bit closer to where we want it. And uh, so, no, uh, I'll deal through the pain and the bleeding from the eyes uh, while watching the game and just continue to hope that it forces this front office to sing because let, this is atrocious. Let me ask you our last question here. So two straight against Miami, right? Okay. Does Miami come out of this with a nine-game winning streak? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. it's bad. Yeah, Bam Adebayo is going to eat up Vooch, Jimmy and them. Yeah, this this is yeah, – Jimmy always gets up for the Bulls. Uh, Zach has had some good matchups against Jimmy. Yeah, he has. 
Um, but I, I think for the Heat, this is going to be business as usual. And for the Bulls, with all this drama and turmoil and just suckness, that um, it's going to be a horrible combination. Maybe they, maybe they surprise us, but I am definitely prepared for the worst when it comes to playing the Heat two games in a row. That's good. Are we going to be back tomorrow night? I mean, might as well. All right, man. I like. I, I, I'm a glutton for punishment. I like torture. So I, yeah, I, I love. Be, I love being on, but you know it's Saturday, and I and I and I get down on Saturdays. You know what I mean? I'm out there cooking. You know, doing some yard work, weed eating like a motherfucker. You know, got a lot of stuff. It's gonna be do. like 40 degrees outside, buddy. I don't know how much weed eating you're gonna do. I got yard work. I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> If yard, work, if, if yard work is code for getting buzzed up, then sure, you've got a lot of yard work to do. Yeah. So I'm gonna be doing, doing. Gotta, I gotta keep myself active to stop the sadness with my yard work. Everybody, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on X Machine, X Machine. That's what they call it on socks. On tap is X Machine. I, I still like Twitter. It's like Twitter, but we'll call it X. Follow Goose at Goose on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you listen to us. Five-star rating interview because that's cool and tough. We'll be back tomorrow night after the Bulls take on the Miami Heat. Uh, if you win, that's great. Let's go Bulls, I think. <laughs>